Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. Snape kills Dumbledore. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta stop. just lead us right in with the spoilers. Oh, oh, let's man. get started. It's Harry Potter 6. Yeah. So, uh, Britain, why don't you yeah. tell us, um, without spoiling things so much, I uh, know, <laughs> uh, seriously, why don't you tell us yeah. uh, what happened in this movie, this Harry Potter and the Half-Blood, a prince. Alrighty, so this is our sixth installation of uh, the exhaustive uh, <laughs> Harry Potter series. Uh, so in this, this is, of the movies I've watched so far, this is probably the most perplexing. Okay. Uh, there, there's a lot going on that... It, uh, I have a feeling I had to have read the books in order to understand. That was my job. I was here to tell you what was going on. And uh, even then, I didn't get it. But, uh, so Harry Potter is... Oh, yeah. Uh, like, the, a lot of the, the the initial focus of the, of the, of the movie was just like, uh, like a who's, who, who wants to bang whom. Uh, it's a very yeah, love story yeah, kind like of thing. A, like uh, there's this girl fawning over Ron for some reason, and uh, then there's Hermione who is jealous of the girl who's fawning over Harry or uh, not, fawning over Ron, and then Harry's jealous of uh, uh, the guy who's fawning over Genie uh, and Ginny. Yeah. Even though, even though both you and I have have. Uh, unanimously agreed that he should be going after, uh... Luna. Yeah, Luna Love... L Luna Love Lady. <laughs> Luna Lovelace. And, uh... <laughs> a a a you know, because she is a far more interesting character rather than boring old Ginny. Like, I do, uh, when I remember when I was reading the books and, uh, watching the movies, and I know we talked about this, uh, might have talked about it in the last podcast, or we might not have. Yeah. But I was, uh, going through the books thinking, Wow, this is, uh... This is a character that Harry can be himself around. Yeah. He doesn't have to you know, fake it or try to, you know, put on a different thing. She doesn't care that he's this chosen one or anything. Yeah, all the weird stuff that, uh, that he has to endure, he can really kind of just talk to her about it with, you know, unlike, uh, all the other things he ha he has to endure that he can't really discuss. Yeah, and and it's kind of interesting. It's he has found the one person that doesn't get uh, well. One of the people doesn't get blinded by his status and yeah. everything like that. She fits in well with the rest of them. She's a little weird, but but that weird's good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that weird. And in fact, yeah. he. She is also an out like he's an outcast from the rest of the students because of his chosen one status and all this crap mm -hmm. um, She's an outcast because she's very uh, very weird if they yeah. I think uh, we I said during this that uh, The muggle equivalent would be she's like a crystal healer kind of thing, you know <laughs> Yeah, I guess but he doesn't care about that to him like he doesn't care about her her oddities They're both outcasts and mm -hmm. I figured uh, they would go much well much better together. He invites her to the um, Professor Slughorn's Christmas ball. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that this seems to be going that way, but no boring no. Ginny. Uh, I, I guess I kind of understand uh, why Ginny, because uh, I didn't get it until they kind of mentioned it later in the movie where they were like, and then Harry kind of shaved Ginny from the uh, the basilisk, or, or uh, like, a, uh, I think it was when he had the... Uh, movie 2. Well, yeah, but I think it was when he had the uh, Tom Riddle's uh, uh, journal that yeah. he was like, oh, "You," and he mentioned Ginny. I'm like, "Oh, that's right. Ginny was Ginny was kind of there uh, with the whole basilisk thing, wasn't she?" Yeah, she had a crush on him when she was a first year student, and I think Harry just looked at this and was like, 
I know she likes me, so yeah. let's see how I can swing this. It was just a... I think to him it was just a, this is the path of least resistance right now. <laughs> yeah, Ginny my, is a low-hanging fruit. Like my, la yeah, nothing wrong with Ginny, but my last girlfriend, uh, she was dating Twilight and, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And uh, I was trying to, I was working real hard to impress Cho and this, uh, sometimes you just kind of want something nice and uh, nice and simple to build an entire relationship on. Uh, which is where I think Harry's coming from. I, I think... I think Ginny is the closest he can get to that relationship he's always wanted with Ron. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like being with Ron, but uh, but uh, <laughs> but approved by the church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, yeah, there's a lot of love going on in this movie, yeah. including Luna Lovegood, who it's in her name. <laughs> like, Did she get with anyone? I I, 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 not in this, not in the books, but canonically. I think the in like later. Oh, that's why right. you said Longbottom. Yep, Neville Longbottom. So her name is Luna Lovebottom now. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I could be wrong. She, maybe she married a uh, an investment banker in the Muggle world. That would be cut. That'd be like all this time she's doing all this to a regular Muggle. He's looking at her like, yeah, she seems normal, you know. Yeah. Uh, but to wizards, they're like, what are you talking about with all these m mystical? Uh, creatures like first of all why the hell do the wizards give her shit when it's like oh I, I I think that there's these weird magical creatures like you're out of your mind love yeah, good yeah. there's just normal magical creatures here uh, then again I imagine yeah, it, it's I guess it's the same thing with like uh, uh, people who uh, study uh, not biology but uh, like uh, Cryptozoology. Uh, not just cryptozoology, but uh, just regular zoo you know, zoo zoological things where they're where they're trying to uh, figure out what when species speciated and mm -hmm. and, and change things or, or like evolutionary, uh, uh, I guess scientist, and then someone going, huh, uh, so where do you, where's Bigfoot fit into everything? <laughs> uh there's so much more in this. Well, I'd say there's more in this story than just all the love and and the the, the romance and not, everything. Not really. But yeah, there's not. There's not a lot. There's like a, a, there, there's a new professor who came back from retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, what was his name again? Slughorn. Yeah, uh, Slughorn, uh, because uh, because he has a secret. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Because he told uh, uh, Voldemort about the, uh, how to how to make Horcruxes and blah blah blah, which like. And and he kind of he made it sound worse than it actually was. I thought, uh, like, uh, like Slughorn helped him hide a body somewhere. Like, I I I can agree with that, but it's very proper British school we're talking about here. I guess. And he did help create. He did help make Voldemort immortal. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I, I I guess if uh you know trying to uh bring it over here. Like in Pol Pot, it, yeah, yeah, like uh, it would would it would be, uh, I guess, the equivalent of being the teacher that got uh, Georgetown, the Georgetown leader, uh, or the uh, what was oh, it? Jonestown, Jonestown. Okay, like uh, yeah, I was the guy that taught the guy uh, taught how, him how, how to, to make, be a leader. Taught him how to make the Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Like. So, so so I imagine the Kool Aid guy has a similar. Uh, guilt memory in his head, and it's probably a little less scandalous. Yeah. Uh, it would be like if um, 
if uh, Jim Jones drank the Kool-Aid and he and only he were immortal yeah. and just kind of went from town. He was like the reverse Johnny Appleseed. He went from town to town, like bringing Kool-Aid to people just to kill them, you know? <laughs> Knowing full well that, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess he, that would, that would be, probably be the most efficient way for him to make Horcruxes just like, uh, uh, just go around giving people Kool-Aid. <laughs> I have, I have dozens of Horcruxes. I, oh, I yeah. lose track of them. Like, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Every time I make a new Horcrux, the other Horcrux, like one of them breaks. <laughs> uh, there's only so many you can have before it just it stops working. You can only divide a soul so many times. Um, it's kind of funny to, uh, we'll probably talk about more uh, on this in the, the next movie, but yeah. they brought it up here and uh, they bring up, okay, He's got these these seven or I think six uh, magical items. Uh, yeah, it's his soul is split into seven, but one of those pieces is still in him. You know. Yeah. Um, Voldemort. Uh, so he breaks these up into all these different things, and all of them, uh, and they go into more of them in, in the next one. But all of them are very specific magic things, like yeah. um, like all right, this this. this great ring that was once Tom Riddle's grandmother's ring. Man, I never heard of a... I never heard of putting a soul into a ring before. That's weird. Yeah, no. Yeah, who I does that? Couldn't even imagine where that came from. Can't imagine... Uh, I, I can't imagine an entire series of books being about one guy's soul in a ring. Although, to be fair, they, that was the only one that they kind of skipped past. Like, yeah, I found it and destroyed it. Like, they didn't yeah. make... They, they, I think they knew better than to say... We're not going to make our series about this ring. Yeah, it's, mm, yeah, that's a quaint little, uh, little story. Yeah, and it, what if it's just a case like, well, it's it's better because there's more of them now. It's not just the ring; it's a book. But it's a. But the thing, uh, the, the the thing is, is like he did all these things that he's creating these this ring, this book, yeah. um, and uh, this locket, and all this stuff as it goes on. Like these are very important things to him. If he had just put his horcrux in a penny and then put them, yeah. you know... Put went, that penny in circulation. Yeah, then guess what? You live forever, Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> I think people have brought this uh, this point up before, but he really didn't do the horcrux thing good enough. No. Um, and I, I know that uh, I, I brought this theory up before, but I do believe that uh, Dumbledore also has a horcrux and it's in his phoenix so that he can never, ever, ever die. Because, huh. like, all right, go ahead and kill my bird if you want. It's just going to come back, so my soul will be there literally forever. Well, would it or would it set his soul free every time the phoenix dies? Hmm, that's a very good question. I I want to say that it, uh, for my sake, I want to say that it does the <laughs> former. I want to say so I can be right. Yeah, that, the, uh... No, no, you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong and I'm right. That is my stance. But, uh... Uh, I know we're going to have to get to one big glaring thing very soon. Uh, there's... Okay. But uh, let's continue on with the story a little bit. Um, uh, oh, all right. So, uh, yeah, all the, the love story stuff kind of uh, eventually goes to the wayside as more important things start to develop. Like, oh, uh, uh, Draco Malfoy made... Uh, well, uh, first off, Snape made an unbreakable promise uh, to help Malfoy. Malfoy has been tasked tasked with killing Dumbledore, mm -hmm. uh, the, the uh, as well as uh, getting the uh, the bad guys into a protected uh, uh, Hogwarts. Yep. And uh, yeah, then uh, 
Okay, am I am I missing anything nope, in between that there? Is, that's all that happens in this like, movie. It's like there there are this this is a filler movie. Yeah. This is actually my least favorite of the Harry Potter's books and movies yeah. because uh, I think this was the most egregious of uh, all the, well, we can't do anything yet. Um, yeah. We got to have to like, we're going to, because all of the books focused uh, on like, oh, Harry's got to go to school. He's got to do this. He's yeah. got to do that. You know, all the books and movies kind of followed suit. Uh, and this one, it was the most Let's focus on his 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 schoolwork and his social status yeah. for a bit, and then move on to it. Like we we know that book seven is going to ramp everything up, um, but we can't do that yet. Yeah, this this was a uh, the most egregious getting your chess pieces in the right spot before a uh, uh, book type book before executing the the uh, the last uh, last yeah move. <laughs> last move. It it was more because yeah, it was just well. Uh, we can't go to book seven until we explain all this crap. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to, uh, because in a way, it would be kind of shitty if, uh, what's a horcrux? Well, it's what's keeping him alive. Well, let's kill him. Right, in the end of the and book. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. no, I, I agree. Like, this is a necessary, uh, thing to set up. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably why they fixated a little bit more on... The love story for a while, yeah. because again, this is just an this is just another uh, chess piece that they're setting up. Where all right, we want to establish all these relationships before we go into the final act. Uh yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I really, I, I really don't see what the uh, like. I, I understand why setting up the uh, the relationships. Uh, you know, I kind of understand why because they've been setting that up uh, for a little while uh, now like I know the I'm pretty sure the fans uh, you know early on were like oh I wonder who's gonna get with whom yeah and uh, so I imagine that you know that that is a necessary fan service they have to do uh, that being said like I don't know why so much attention was paid to it uh the only thing I can really think of is like there's two key personnel that need to, I guess, be established going uh -huh. into book seven, which is, all right, uh, Ron and Hermione, yeah. and Harry and Ginny. Uh, even though that second part, like, doesn't really play into anything in the last book as much as uh, Harry and Ron being together, or not Harry and Ron, Hermione. I knew it. That was a different I book. I knew it. <laughs> that was your book. That was, uh, that was a book that was written under the pseudonym, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, LOL Rowling, you know. <laughs> but, no, seriously, I, I really think that they're trying to set all, all this up before they move on to, you know, the final curtain, but the Harry and Ginny relationship, first of all, never made sense to me, yeah. and secondly, doesn't really play much of a factor in, in the next group of movies. Uh, does it, does uh, Hermione and Wrong uh, have... Uh... Kind of. Very very little but still enough that it affects the plot and kind of pushes things forward a little bit in some sequences that's weird um so i guess they if, if they were trying to figure this all out or trying to get together in part seven um i think it would be a little bit too busy yeah and so here in book six where there's not a lot happening 
I guess it's the perfect place to set all this up too. I, I think if I had to, if I had to say what seemed off about it is it just came out of nowhere. Everything. Yeah. Like uh, if it was a slow buildup over a long series of books, uh, like maybe around book three or. Uh, or like whenever they were like 13 or 14 years old if they they, they started uh, with that maybe I, I think it was I think what happened was Harry Potter had too many girlfriends <laughs> like like there was too many women uh, he was infatuated with uh, so they so there was no real uh, you know opportunity to set up so like Ron and Hermione um, yeah has been kind of going building yeah, since that, book four it's yeah. fine uh, but yeah the the uh, Harry and Ginny is just kind of like, oh, she had a crush on me. That's weird. But you know, Ron, your sister. Yeah. Like, I, please I, stop talking about my sister like I, that. I, I have a feeling it's a uh, it's a case where, look, I'm busy a lot of times, <laughs> and you know, I'm over Ron's uh, a good amount of time, and this way I can kill two birds with one stone. So again, it's a it's a marriage of convenience. It is. Um. Like, he, I think Harry Potter is married to his work. Like, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Harry Potter does not love Ginny Weasley. <laughs> that is what we're saying. But who? Who does the, uh, uh are we saying, uh, oh, this is dorky. Yep. Like, in our canon, who, who's Harry Potter gonna be going at? Well, Luna, of uh, course. No, I, no, I don't want to, I want it to be something stupid. I want him to, I, I want Ron, or not Ron, I want Harry to be like Dr. House, where every now and again he just has a hooker over and then that's it. He's like, well, that's all I need for now, good, yeah, very good mate, yeah, chop chop, you know, let's go. And just sends her off so he can focus on his uh, Voldemort stuff. I know. I, I notice whenever we, for some reason, when we're doing impersonations of the Harry Potter's char Harry Potter characters, we do English American accents. Yeah. And when you did an American accented uh, Doctor House, you did British. Yeah. I, I guess <laughs> that I guess Hugh Laurie is English. Um. Actually, I was doing Harry Potter. That chip chip. Uh, there we go. Gotcha, All gotcha, right. Gotcha. Let's go. Uh. Although it, now it's it's it would be a really funny. Uh, Harry Potter movie to see um, Harry really invested in his work where every now and again, you know, he just has different, different, uh, you know, ladies of the night over yeah. in this big, you know, mansion that he's got. And, uh, but like in one of the rooms, there's just a cork board with string and pictures of Voldemort, you yeah. know, and like Tom Riddle and like, you know, string connecting conspiracy stuff, you know, this is his life trying to track down Voldemort. Okay. Because, uh, I thought it was going, uh, somewhere else. Like he, he brings a, uh, you know, brings a woman home. I, to me, it's not a uh, prostitute. Like it's just some, uh, just some, uh, floozy he gets at the bar, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just some one night stand. And he brings her back, and things are getting hot and heavy, and then is interrupted uh, by one of the screaming ghosts that come out of the paintings, or, or, or uh, <laughs> because she's a muggle. And, yeah, she's yeah. A, yeah, and uh, like she's a muggle, but he impressed her with magic tricks, <laughs> and she's like, "This place is haunted." He's like, "Of course it's haunted. What are you talking about? Yeah, people died here, and they don't they don't leave. Like you, this is this is a magic house. You you liked my magic. I was more impressed with your magic wand." Who's that? that? That's the oh boy. Yeah, that's the that's the lady. That's the lady he brought home. Oh wow! Like as this, she's just uh, she she drinks at the bar and she she just she's from Boston or yeah. from Brooklyn. <laughs> so tell, show me this place you're talking about. Wow, that's a you got a big house here. Hey, you got a bath? You want to take a bath together? I can do that. Uh, 
Uh, listen, what's in this room? Wow, you really like Michael Jackson, huh? I already made the Michael Jackson joke with Voldemort. Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, and, uh, you know, of course she finds the brick room. No, of course. There's, there's all these rooms. Like, if you, if there's a mansion, there is, you are guaranteed one room where there's just loose bricks about. I, I think we, I don't think we talked about this on the podcast, but we have come up with the idea of, like, rooms that have to be in a mansion. Yeah, the- Like, if we had infinite money and I had my own mansion, like, these are the things that would be in there. Yeah, like, the, you have to have at least one room that is constantly under, under, uh, state of construction that has just loose bricks. Because in every action movie or whatever, whenever they take somebody into a room- Into custody. Yeah, they're like, a lot of times they'll put them in a brick room, and this happens in- Bad movies and good movies where they escape with the bricks. Yeah, and get yeah, that's and that's how they get out. They just wail a guy on in the in the dome with a brick until they uh until they leave. But it's it like this was in twenty four, which is a good show. Yeah. Like you know, it's in a lot of things that just pop up. So keep was that it, in mind whenever you watch Was like, it in Kroll? It, no, but it was in Mistima. I forget uh, the, 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 yeah, it the was wizard. In, or? Uh, no, it was... Um, every time we talk about this with Mistima, we always forget the name. Yeah, and we literally just found the movie the other day, too. Um, so, uh, uh, but it was also in uh, a, a Nympho Barbarian in Dinosaur Hell, which is a trauma movie and not a dirty one. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, that was. It wasn't a bad movie, actually. No, it wasn't. So there's our recommendation. Go for trauma movies. Yeah, uh, earlier trauma movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. newer ones aren't as good. They're more self-aware. Yeah, it, it's kind of like, it, it kind of turned into Asylum a little bit. Oh, well, let's well, not okay, say things you uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lloyd. <laughs> I didn't mean it. L- Lloyd Kaufman's not that bad of a person, come no, on. No, no. Uh, what were we talking about before? Alright, so we're talking about different rooms in the mansion that we oh, have yes. to have. Uh, the second, uh, the second room that is required in a mansion is a room full of clocks. Clock you room, You have definitely. to have a clock room. I want a clock room. Yeah. Uh, like, and it's just, oh, it's not just any one clock, it's just all kinds of clocks. Cuckoo clocks, grandfather clocks, uh, melted clocks. You know, if it's a type of clock, it's in that room. Alright, um, also... And this is, again, for my own personal preference, but yeah. I want an electron microscope room. I want uh-huh. to just have a giant room dedicated to this electron microscope and just put a bunch of things under and see what it looks like. Looks like, uh, looks like shit. It doesn't matter what <laughs> I, I just want the electron microscope. Think of the science I can do. I can do a lot of science with an electron microscope, but think of the power bill. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm living in a mansion, I don't care yeah, about the power bill. No, I do, it do. Now, 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 my brain's thinking. Can I? Can you make a an electron microscope out of an old tube television? Hmm. I, I, I don't. Oops. I don't know because I don't know what uh, what goes into the construction of an electron microscope. But I, I I'd know, be very interested. I know it involves electrons, and so do televisions. Okay, but like, electrons come into play in a lot of things. Yes, like pretty much. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything electronic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you are listening to this with the help of electrons. Um, so by the way, the movie was called The Dungeon Master. Oh, that's right. Is it? I forget, was Satan, was not Satan, was Einstein in hell in that yes, one? Yes, that was oh, more right, Einstein's was in one. hell. Um, so anyway, uh, electron microscope I think would be kind of cool. Um, but there's gotta be, like, I want, I want, if I had a, a, a mansion, like, 
and power bills and everything like that. Uh, I would just want secret passages everywhere well, out the yeah. wazoo. Yeah, you're gonna, you have to have that. Like, you know, if if uh, if you're gonna have a uh, you know a person over and they die, and now there's a big mystery about it, you have to have secret passages so uh, so you can get away with the murder. Or um, if like I'm Mr. Body, like yeah. you leave a pretty good mystery behind. Yeah. Uh, in your mansion, or I want to have a room that's. Uh, one room that's only accessible through a secret passage, and then another room that's only accessible through a secret passage in the first room. So, like, layers and layers of, you know, and in this last room, that's where I keep, like, my toilet or something like that. <laughs> like, ah, there is no more peaceful toilet session than one where you need to go through three layers of security <laughs> to get to. I, I want a... I want a room, not not necessarily a bathroom for obvious reasons that you'll find out, but I want a room that's only accessible through a vent. Okay, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, or like a regular a regular room where people are kind of peeper peeper, uh, where people are kind of walking around like a nice grand ballroom, but there's yeah. a fire pole right dead smack in the middle of the room that what, goes for like a stripper. No, no, no. It it goes to a room above, um, and the only way that from their point of view, you could access it is yeah. to climb up the pole, but you can't because it's going to be greased. And the only way to access that room above is through like an elaborate, elaborate secret passage tunnel. You know, and again, it leads to something exceedingly stupid. Now, I don't know why, but uh, for some reason, when I when you mentioned that you had a ball, you know, you want to make a ballroom. For some reason, I I figured you would uh, you would set up a trap. Like, all right, I have a I have a ballroom, but uh, for every uh, for every time the uh, uh, you know the 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 symphony ends one movement and starts another, a part of the floor falls down into the pit. Or um, if uh, once you enter the room uh, and the door's shut, uh, like once a, a a requisite number of like. 20 people yeah. have entered the room the door shuts the music starts and once people start dancing the floors are pressure sensitive so they have to keep dancing or else the room will never open <laughs> so they have to all all dance uh like even if one if one person chooses not to dance uh the the they're stuck there forever yes yeah, steel doors you know ching. so they have to that's actually kind of that's a jigsaw <laughs> puzzle. That's yeah, not, that's yeah, not yeah. a ballroom anymore. <laughs> you, you won't play a game. Dance or die. <laughs> Make Come your on. choice. Uh, alright, I guess I'll dance. Yeah, how are you gonna get out? You're gonna keep on dancing. Yeah, I'll dance my way to the door. Oh, very good, very good. Not, not, not that complicated. It's, it's British saw, so... <laughs> oh, but you'll be so embarrassed dancing. <laughs> All of British saw is about, uh, like, you know... <laughs> Public in, humiliations. Yeah. In this, you, uh, you have a, a key that leads to your, your swimming trunks. Mm. Otherwise, you will go around with last summer's swimming trunks. <laughs> in this, uh, in this one, you have to go to a hotel and get a room and then go downstairs and make a fuss about <laughs> the thing that you wanted in the room that was missing and the more elaborate and stupid and uh, nonsensical it is the, the more likely you will get the key to the thing that's gonna rip your jaw open all you have to do for your uh, for your hamster to live <laughs> is uh, 
Because, like, even the consequences aren't so dire. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is your, these are your favorite goldfish, are they? Well, if you want them to not get overfed, then all you have to do (laughs) is come to King's Crossing Station. That's not so bad. But you have to ride, you have to ride the train in coach the entire time. (laughs) Coach, can't I start in coach and maybe upgrade my ticket? No. It's only 20 quid, come on. No, you must stay in coach for the entire three-hour ride. With the rabble? Yes. And here's the kicker. You have to sit next to somebody else. A stranger. (laughs) Even if there are empty seats about. Ah, no, I'm... I I, I don't even like this. You ask too much. (laughs) You go too far. (laughs) Your next task is my dog made a mess, and you would come and clean it up. Oh, that's just terrible. Let me guess. Let me guess. This uh-huh. is going to be barehanded or with some sort of torture device. You can wear gloves if you wish. I'm he st- just got into the garbage. I'm still not doing it. <laughs> you have to. If you don't, then we will we will give you a very, very <laughs> stern bar- talking to. We will give you. Uh, we will put your pic your picture in the evening newspaper with a very unflattering portrait. You wouldn't dare. Look, we already have it approved, or we already have it printed up. We just need the editor to approve it. <laughs> that, that's not fair. I didn't, I didn't comb my hair yet. You can't use that. I was in mid-blink. <laughs> uh, what a very... And now it's Voldemort. Yeah. What a very, very tough decision you must have, Mr. Potter. Either clean up the dog mess, or look like you're a bit high on the newspaper. Well, I don't want any rumors to sp- Oh, all right, give me the gloves. Uh, my reputation. <laughs> give me the gloves. Wise decision, Mr. Potter. Uh, all right, <laughs> I guess I'll just scoop this up. Oh, no, you're going to use that against me, aren't you? Uh, maybe. Yes. But, yeah. We, we can't deny delight any further. Let's move on and do Ernest P. Worrell and the uh, the the almost prince or something. Uh, 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 Ernest P. Worrell and the half fancy man. Okay, I like it. The half fancy man. And um, I, this is going to be a tough one uh, because I don't want Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, you know, infatuated with all these young, <laughs> underage w- girls. Well, here's the thing. I I think that we can do this. There's two, two parts. Uh, because again, this isn't this movie didn't have a whole yeah. lot uh to do. I'm gonna come in two thirds of the way through. But um, it, I I I wanted to be uh two specific things is one him trying to uh, navigate because one of the parts of the movie is that yeah. um uh, Slugworth or no Slughorn S- Slugworth Slugworth <laughs> get in here so, uh, sl- I think Slugworth was a guy from uh, Willy Wonka oh uh, uh, yeah he was trying yeah. to steal the yeah. everlasting gobstopper but he was working he was yep. working for the guy that all, all along another spoiler for you folks um but uh, Professor S- uh, Slughorn is trying to yeah. get Harry into his elite circle and he, he's a very uh th- this professor is like a very like 
in the know. Like if you yeah. know him, like he's got connections to kind of make you, you know, into someone big, or at least okay. he likes to think he can. All right. Um, so I want to see Ernest in his high flutin society, but I also want to see Ernest fall in love, uh, or somebody is infatuated with him, and I want it to be like someone like really stupid in his school, you know, like that spider. <laughs> Hmm. That is a <laughs> funny idea. See, this is why I push your brain. <laughs> Pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> like he 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 gets one. He buys one of the love potions because he yeah. wants uh he, he wants somebody to fall in love with somebody else. Oh no! He 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 buys the love potion, uh, thinking it's a pe it's a uh, like. Uh, bug bug spray. Okay. Like like he th there's these spiders everywhere in his dorm or wherever the hell he's living. He keeps on going out to the woods to just you know. I like to take a nice evening stroll. You I, know? Actually, I think he's like every in, in between every semester he's still going back to that little crawl space mm -hmm. in the uh, under the stairs and uh, why do these spiders always go under the stairs. And a. Uh, I imagine when he gets to the uh, the shop, he sees the love potion, but doesn't know what it is. You know, he's like, maybe, uh, like, oh, this looks like, will this work against uh, against any animal? Whatever floats your boat, man, works on uh, everything. Hey, man, we don't judge. <laughs> like, all right, and he pours it. I imagine it, it's. I imagine it's called something. Like there's like a, a spidery connotation, like Madam Web's yeah, or something, uh, or a, a, a Web of Desire. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, will this work on any kind of bug or you just spiders? Look, whatever, uh, whatever is in, you're into, boss. Oh, oh, sounds good to me. And he uns, you know, he buys it, he unscrews it. <laughs> have you ever tried it on a? Have you ever tried it? What are you implying? <laughs> what, what's wrong with you, buddy? Uh, what, what kind of things have you tried it on? Dogs mainly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I don't want to do that. I like dogs. I did. Yeah, I did give it to my dog. Uh, oh, I don't want that. I don't. I don't want. Uh, I don't want Rimshot to. Uh, <laughs> uh, to. Uh, I don't want that to happen to Rimshot. I like him too much. Listen, man, you're. Yeah, you're, it spoiled my friendship too. Yeah, <laughs> man's best friend indeed. <laughs> uh, even <laughs> there are some things that can ruin even the strongest friendships. Uh. So I imagine he pours it into, you know, those. I, I, it's those. It's the same bug sprayer that was in the Godfather movie. Yes. Okay. Great. Because that was exactly what I was thinking of. I have no idea how to describe it, but those tube bug sprayers where it has like the the, the bicycle piston at the, the piston at the yeah, back. Yeah. The bicycle you? pump handle, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and that the uh, the Don was playing with with his ki grandkids before he he cacked. And, uh, that's funny, you're making a Godfather reference and I'm not. I know. know. Um, so, he starts, he gets to Hogwarts and he's walking around and he sees, like, the spiders and he starts spraying them. And that just makes more spiders come until eventually he gets the big spider thinking it'll work. Yeah. And <laughs> then it just, like, then it goes into a very weird territory where... I, I imagine it's a montage. Yes. Uh, and, it, and it's the... Turtles Happy Together song that's playing, which is a nice little reference to Ernest Goes to Camp. Yes, okay, perfect. Um, I imagine he is kind of oblivious. He just thinks that the spider's being friendly to him uh, because I have dominion over you now. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> It's just in love with him. So, like, it starts off normally where, you know, there's spiders everywhere and he's yeah. reading, like, maybe a book in bed and the spider's, like, turning the page for him and everything. Uh, the giant spider, I mean. Yeah, I, I imagine it, it's a little bit like Charlotte's Web. 
Like, uh, like the spider wool, uh... Some ooh, penis. Yeah, that's some cock. Okay. We both had the same yeah. joke, that's funny. Uh, some hog. That's, yeah, I some think, hog. That's, uh, that's even the best, that's the best one. Uh... <laughs> that is, that works, that works on many levels. Exactly. That, thank you. Uh, but as this is also going, I imagine yeah. it escalates into he's running on the beach with the spider, <laughs> like, jumping at the waves, <laughs> holding hands with one of its eight arms, you know? Yep. Um, and then there's, like, a really weird scene where he's confused at the, like, there's two chairs, a, you know, spaghetti dinner, and, like, a single candle. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I imagine there's a pottery wheel in, uh... Porter. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's all, that's all I got. That, a ghost reference. Yes, uh, they both, they're both chewing on the spaghetti, <laughs> like in Lady and the Tramp. And but yeah, you know, it cuts to Ernest like you know eating it normal or like you know, sucking in the noodle, and then it cuts to the spider with all these mandibles yeah. and things. And like they, he's not looking. He accidentally touches and he shies away. And then you know he leans down and starts moving the meatball with his own <laughs> nose towards it. <laughs> this, I imagine, uh, he's holding uh, the spider's arms out as they're on the Titanic. <laughs> I'm the king of the bugs. <laughs> Ooh, that hurts so much. It does. And it is. I think it, uh, I think it concludes with him wrapped up in a spider's web, like completely wrapped up and stuck to a giant spider's web. And the spider comes like walking towards him, but it's wearing, you know, like something lacy, yeah, nighty, <laughs> like like the uh, all, you know the lighting is red. Like, yeah. it, it, there's, there's some kind of, there, there's like, uh, uh, smooth jams playing in the background. I imagine we first see him, like, wrapped up in the webs, maybe a, help me, help me! I, I don't think he's, I think he's just muffled. And then the spider comes in, and right as it's like, you know, it starts to get close to him, we, we iris out with a heart, <laughs> like a heart, you know, and that's how it, like, goes to black. Uh, that or, uh... Uh, it, it, it cuts to an exterior shot, uh, with a red, you know, from, from looking at their window, but the, like a red curtain <laughs> is drawn, but you just see shadows of limbs flying every which way. Like, there's a, it, it immediately cuts to a few years later where he's like making breakfast and there's just a whole bunch of spiders sitting at a table, but like, some of the, they're more uh, anthropomorphic <laughs> because those are his kids. Uh, they're wearing bows and suits. I, I was, I was going to cut to the, I was going to cut just to the next morning uh, where he's making breakfast and he has all these spider bites on him. <laughs> he's wearing a, a lacy pink robe. Like he, he's, he has a lot of, uh, what's that pink lotion that you, calmine lotion oh. all over him. <laughs> He's pouring orange juice for it. I was, or another um, even funnier thing is a cuts in the next day, and now the spider's dead, like in the real thing. We don't know what happened. We just know that the spider's dead, and he's sad. Yeah. Why'd it have to happen this way? <laughs> why'd you have to go, Hagrid? <laughs> why does that? Why does this happen to all my girls? <laughs> well, you you see, uh, it looks like she got pregnant, and uh, you know, you, you whenever they get pregnant, they just uh, lay their eggs and die. Uh, how soon after they get uh... <laughs> like um where are the eggs and one of them one of them is wearing his hat and vest <laughs> and, and uh, mm -mm. 
Took care of your spider problem. <laughs> Dust his hands. <laughs> that, that, that's dark. This is the... St I can say that maybe it's not super dark. Maybe it's not the darkest thing we've done. burned his own children. But it is probably one of the most inappropriate things we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Like, Ernest, Ernest can get it, I guess, if, it's, hey. if we're talking about spiders. <laughs> Ernest can get it from anyone but a person. Yeah, it has to be a spider for him. It's either got to be some kind of animal or a prison inmate. <laughs> um... So that's that aspect of it. We, yeah. Ernest in Love was not. It uh, didn't go the route I thought it was going to go. It was not the. Uh, it, it it was not as as charming as we thought it would be. It could have been worse. <laughs> Much worse. So just you know, count be your happy blessings. with what you got. Yeah, we're giving you free entertainment. Piss off. <laughs> um, why do we always insult our audience? I know. Wonder why we don't have an audience. Uh, but. Now, I, I, I said there was one other thing, him in this highfalutin society. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. But I guess him with the luck potion, uh, uh, at this point... He doesn't point, need it. Yeah, I was gonna say, he doesn't need it because I think the luck potion is just taken from him. Yeah, I think he has, uh, I, I, I think, uh, that, that's what he does a lot, like the, uh, you know the the poison that uh, Ron drank. Yeah, I, I imagine in the in our version, it's not poison. It's just the stuff he normally feeds Ernest, so he can harvest his luck. I I, I think it's uh, something different. I think whenever um, whenever Ernest goes to donate plasma, yeah, uh, his plasma is the actual Felix Felicius luck potion. Huh. You know, it is just his plasma <laughs> that they're drinking, and it gives them luck. You stole from my book idea. I know. Wait, did I? Yeah. Oh, I kind not really. Okay. Um. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Is this because the uh, Project Zero? Yeah. Or Patient Zero thing? Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that is basically how that works. Uh. So he doesn't need a luck potion. No. But what would happen if he drank his own luck potion and became a luck singularity? Uh. Well, I have a, I have a feeling it would be, uh, luck so good it's bad. Like, yeah, he has Scrooge McDuck's uh, vault of gold, but it falls on him. Um, I was going to say something else where he, his luck is so heightened that he can, for as long as it lasts, we'll say an hour, two hours, three okay, hours, yeah. eight hours, he can uh, pretty much, like, control every atom in in time and place. Like, he has such control of the universe that he can literally make his own luck. Like, I, I imagine... Like, there is... I, I imagine a fight scene where the the will of the universe uh, is going out of its way to make sure Ernest it, it, you know, wins this fight. Like, he's knocked off a cliff, but then falls on a bird. Yeah, that, that carries him back up, like, Yeah. Alright, take me to the top! Or, and, or like, an up, updraft. Yeah. <laughs> or he falls down just, uh, just as two guys are moving a trampoline yeah. down below. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know what, you know what, Rod? I, I don't think that uh, we should. I don't think we should have taken it this far out. We should have probably just thrown. What? Hey, what's that? This is why I knew we had to take this out here. And like, it's it, it flings him all the way back up. Can't get rid of me that easily. Oh yeah. Huh. Uh, was he? He shoot. I, I imagine it's uh like. 
the shot is shot, and it just goes, like, far away. And, like, towards the end of the movie, it's, uh... Ding, 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 oh, like, it, it actually helps him? Yeah, it, like, it, it shoot like, he shoots him, but, like, it just misses and goes far and wide. But it, it ricochets off everything until towards the end of the movie. Uh, like, you know who is about to shoot yeah. you know who, and, uh, that thus gets shot. Uh, well, I do like how you're trying to not do any spoilers for something you spoiled your literal first uh, The first of thing the out of my mouth. Yeah. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of, uh, like, the guy fires, and you ever see that video of when the baseball player throws the pitch just as the bird uh, passes by? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what happens. Like, oh, you may have come back, Mr. Worrell, but say your prayers. <laughs> Huh. You may have gotten lucky with that bird, but I have five more bullets. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> I guess some guys got it and some guys don't. You know, I'm just gonna leave. And I'm gonna go away. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> my fam- my planet needs me. <laughs> I must go. I imagine a guy goes to turn and leave and he's like, you know what? I'll deal with this when you're not- Well, I'll deal with this when you've calmed down. When you're not coming <laughs> at me like this. And he turns around to leave and he slips on a- There's one pebble that is load-bearing on this cliff. <laughs> one singular pebble, like this keystone, a key pebble, and he kicks it and a little crack forms and another one, another one. Hey, just a landslide? Yeah, and, he, and this guy's caught in a landslide, just- ah, ah, <laughs> And then he's just covered. And Ernest is like, hey, you okay down there? Huh. Because, of course, it doesn't affect Ernest. Oh, of course not. He... Like, the in, uh, like the only part of the uh, cliff base that doesn't fall is the little portion that Ernest is standing like Wiley on. Like Coyote. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's, of course, he's like, right, let me go help you. And he goes to jump, you know, down and, you know, run down his landslide. And just as he's about to land some stray frisbee comes and he lands on top of it and just kind of rides it down like a like a skateboard uh, or a, a sled i was gonna say uh he go, he walks off the cliff but it's just like uh, just a bunch of stuff comes around to make form stairs like first it's a seagull then a <laughs> uh, uh then someone threw a basketball up and then you know, uh, then a uh, a meteor comes <laughs> and he steps down on that before it hits like just all ran all kinds of random things just form a temporary stair for him to stand on until the next stair appears out of pure luck it's almost like the almost like the um the the koopa troopa staircase from uh, yeah. uh super mario rpg yeah like you know he just kind of hey you need help down there <laughs> hello buddy Ugh. yeah I guess the rocks got him. <laughs> Ooh, talk about bad luck. <laughs> His luck is so pure that it siphons off the luck of everyone he's around. Yep. Like, I imagine he... Yeah, well, you know, such is life. And, and as he's walking home, for some reason, it's by a lake. Mm -hmm. Like, at a lakeside, and a fish just jumps into his his uh, arms. Mmm, dinner tonight. <laughs> Ooh, that looks pretty good. I wish he was cooked, though. And... 
<laughs> like a lightning strike. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it hits it, and it kind of blows it up and lets it fall as sushi onto his onto a plate. Like, it, it blows it up, but it just blows up the scales and the bones. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, fresh mahi-mahi. Mmm. Just the way I like it. Ugh. That, that that's pretty funny. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's I, like a cartoon. Like that. Well, that's all Ernest is. Oh yeah. Um, one last thing to maybe talk about Ernest, which I didn't think I wasn't gonna go this route until it just popped in my head maybe uh -oh. a minute later. But uh, uh -oh. what if he was the one who was tasked somehow with killing Dumbledore? Ah, huh, so he you know he's kind of the uh, the Draco the Draco Malfoy. Hmm. Like Snape refuses to do the unbreakable oath. No, I hope that little shit dies. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of is, uh, the, the, what they're do. Like Ernest wouldn't do that. No, like, of course Ernest not. is a man. Uh, he he's such a simple man, pure of heart, uh, that that he wouldn't kill Dumbledore, but he would get bamboozled into doing it. I I think it's more important if they're like, listen. We know that he will never turn against Dumbledore. We know that he would never intentionally kill Dumbledore. Yeah. But look at the trend of everyone who spends more than an hour with him at a time. Snape, you wound up in the hospital. <laughs> uh, his uncle, I mean, this person died. This person, um, like, look at the people in his life at the who work at the bank. You know, like, <laughs> all we have to do is get these two to spend more than an hour together, and I guarantee you, Dumbledore will not survive that. <laughs> Look, even the guy who was just in charge of taking care of all of his galleons has had several forms of cancer already. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what ha- Like, this is why he's all by himself in the room. He's got his own room in Hogwarts. They created a fifth house just for him. Ernest House. And it's lead-lined. And, like, it just- It doesn't work. We tried the first year to, to have him sleep with the rest of the students. Um, Whoa. You know, in the same room. Um, <laughs> and we had to get rid of that for, you know... Are you sure this is, uh, I have to do this? With uh, all of them? Just go to bed in the room, Ernest. Oh. You know what? No, we don't trust you anymore. You're 50. <laughs> these these kids are 10. You're sleeping in another... We're gonna make a, the room of requirement makes a new house for him. <laughs> Whirl house. <laughs> Whirl house! And it's it's got paintings of all the famous worlds of time uh, even though none of them went to hogwarts none of them it just you know that the the it, room it of requirement knows. knows and just like puts them all there well if it ain't great if it ain't great uncle ulysses s world <laughs> 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 oh yeah and then there was a colonel uh custer world <laughs> ooh he was the boldest war of all. <laughs> oh, and let's not forget uh, Lee Harvey War. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Lee Harvey War. <laughs> and oh, and oh, that's right, Archduke World. Uh, yeah, that's the that started World War One. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm kind of interested. I want to think of other really funny uh, lines, uh, world lines of ancestry. Like, I think if we go back far enough, um, it turns out that one of the worlds is the missing link that they've been <laughs> looking for all this time. Ah, uh, yes, Chim Chim the world. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have a picture of your great aunt Chim Chim. 
Uh, don't you? Like, I don't have... We have to send this to the science community and get rid of my only picture? I don't think so. <laughs> this is staying right here. <laughs> he puts it in his pocket and just, like, taps it. If you want this picture, you're gonna have to go through Ernest P. Worrell. That's right, he starts rolling up his sleeves. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> Ernest, please. This is scientific evidence of me, 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 me. And you know what? No one can have it. <laughs> <laughs> they just look at it like, I, I don't believe it. Now, I think you gentlemen know where the door is. <laughs> oh, what have you done? Ahem. <clears throat> I said you know where the door is. I said good day. I said good day. <laughs> I know this isn't the same group, but I want—I yeah. I imagine that for some reason the people who who see this are are like the ancestors of Watson and Crick. You know, they were <laughs> they were they were looking to get their own scientific breakthrough. <laughs> And they had it. It was within their grasp. Like, they saw it. They physically have seen the evidence they need, but no one's gonna believe them. Like, what evidence do you have of the missing link? We saw it. We both saw it. And you know what? Just, uh, you know, just to rub it in your face, I'm gonna burn all her hair and blood samples, too. Wait, you have hair and blood samples? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <sighs> and you know what? Just to make sure nobody knows, And I guess the room of requirement turns to a morgue. It just it just goes away. Oh, uh, I guess, yeah, yeah, it would. Where would they go though? I, I guess not to I, heaven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I I imagine that the room of requirement shrinks back, and that mass has got to go somewhere. Like every magic item disappears, but these aren't magic items. Yeah. So it just kind of squeezes out until the blood until the stones start bleeding. <laughs> so it. So if you're walking down the uh, down the hallway in Hogwarts at uh, at that moment, like b in between the mortar and the bricks, is just going to be blood oozing out. Mm -hmm. And people are like, uh, uh, they wouldn't know. Uh, like someone died in the room of requirement. <laughs> hey guys, it's me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so which painting should I make my my old boat? How about this guy? He seems friendly. <laughs> Please, I'm. I'm, I'm please. Uh, I, I was royalty. Please, I'm Merlin. <laughs> hey, Merle. I'm gonna call you Merle. Uh, <laughs> My old friend Merle. There's a hanging Merle. And uh, hey, oh, here we're gonna make a secret hand handshake now. <laughs> oh, oh, my hands are brittle. Please stop that. Uh, you know, I'm starting to think that maybe we can uh, get your beard in on this handshake and make it really truly unique. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Hear me out. Bunk beds. <laughs> no, please. This is my painting. I commissioned it myself. Uh, part of me wants to say that th this goes off in a normal like direction, where yeah. eventually Ernest does graduate, you know, with honors, and you know Snape, who's had to put up with this shit for seven years, yeah. is just like, now please get out of here, Mister Worrell. All right, Snape, don't worry about a thing. I'll drop a line, and Ernest turns around and falls off a cliff and dies. I'm gonna say- And now his he is haunting Hogwarts. I I'm gonna say he turns to leave, but the stairs shifted. <laughs> They'd already moved to the next platform, but he didn't know. Yeah, and so he just- 
and then Hey, Snape, now we can be friends forever. I can stay in the school and you can be here with me. Hey, Snape, look, I'm flying. (laughs) Whoa, look, no strings, no strings. Whoa, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think I'm going to be hot in your office from now on. He does Avada Kedabra to the mirror. (laughs) Avada Kedabra. He puts a, oh, this is dark. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that that's that's way too dark. Oof. What do you think, folks? Do you think that's too dark? Do you think uh, putting a wand in your mouth and saying Avada Kedavra is too dark? Do you think that's darker than uh, Ernest burning his spider children? Drop us a comment and let us know, please. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know if you're a doctor. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're required to. <laughs> it's entrapment if you don't tell us. <laughs> oh, on that note, though, um, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Uh, a little bit of, in terms of Harry Potter, uh, the Harry Potters I've seen, this one was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, it didn't really like. I, I don't need a a constant stimulus of action and intrigue and stuff like that, but. Uh, but it just it really didn't do anything other than the, this majority of a love story uh, trying to f- figure out this the secrets an old guy t- kept and uh, an old ma- an old man drinking dirty water <laughs> that's dirty water <laughs> um, I agree I think that uh, as I was reading the books and watching the movies I feel that each of the movies got progressively more complex and each of them was like a step up in terms of uh, the story as a whole and also uh, the intrigue and mystery and all that kind of stuff. Um, After part five, this was a serious step down. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Um, I might even rate it higher than like the first one or the second one. Uh... But compared to its uh, the, the its peers in yeah. the timeline and the trend that it's been going, I feel that uh, okay. In fact, no, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of the the seventh book either. I do think that the seventh one was a little bit of a disappointment. But we'll get to that when we do part seven because I don't know a thing about it. Um, so I will say that the next movie is uh is is okay. Um, I do think that the eighth and final one is probably the best of all the movies mm-hmm. um, so we look forward to that but we still have two more to go we're moving on to the next book so look look forward to uh, Ernest P. Worrell and uh, and the, the Deathly stuff <laughs> we'll, we'll think of some <laughs> oh, better stuff what, 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 it's, what's death, the, it's Deathly Hallows what's so, a Hallows um, you'll have to watch the movie uh, forget it and the scary stuff <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I guess I'll do it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, too little. That'll hold a little SOBs.